So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about unhappiness, anxiety, depression. And I'm going to come in at the angle of the research that I've done. So this isn't medically proven at all. I tend not to go down the medical route for various reasons. But I'm going to go down the route, which is people that I've spoken to, which is it's research at its rawest form. It hasn't been manipulated. It hasn't been measured. It's literally people talking to me about the same thing and more people are talking to me about the same thing. So it's like, okay, well, this is of maths now. So look, I speak to thousands of people. I'm really, really lucky in the sense of I have, you know, contracts with the US and I speak to thousands of people. So there's a real diverse slate of people that I speak to and they're from the US, they're from Canada, they're from Japan, Australia, they're they're worldwide and they're brilliant. And what really adds an interesting flavour to the research that I do, that I collaborate and uh, collect in my brain, is that these people are of different ages, different backgrounds, different lifestyles. I talk to very elitist people and I talk to very average people like myself and just very general people. But they all seem to have the same pattern. They all seem to have the same thoughts. They seem to have the same reoccurring issues going on. So I'm going to talk to you about those issues. And it's something that is very prevalent in this day and age, which is anxiety, depression and unhappiness. Honest to God, everyone seems to to have those elements to them. And it seems to be something that is very stuck in our culture and something that is very accepted and something to be almost expected as well. So I'm going to push back on that and say, you shouldn't be accepting this. 100% you shouldn't, you should be pushing back on this. And I'm going to tell you how, and I'm going to show you why. So basically, when a behavior is accepted within the culture like oh it's just my anxiety oh it's just my depression then you're not challenging it and it's going to stick around because you're keeping it within that framework so what I want you to do is just totally accept what I'm saying to you which is you don't have to accept these emotions you don't have to accept these circumstances you don't have to accept this behavior like you can be happy every day it's okay so I want you to sit in a position where you're accepting that right now and you're like okay well okay I I accept it and um, I hold it yeah like I don't want to be depressed I want to be open and honest and I want to be um, inspired and I want to be happy so you're allowed to do that so I want you to give yourself permission to be happy first because a lot of people that I speak to who are unhappy they don't allow themselves to be happy there's a lot of things that unhappy people do which is paralyzing which doesn't allow them to be happy they're very rigid The other thing I'm going to talk to you about is routine. So of the people that I speak to who are unhappy, they all seem to have something very, um, very much in common. And it's around routine. It's around safety. There's two things that they do. One, they are hyper This is anxiety, by the way. So this is anxiety, depression, unhappiness. It all seems to be one cluster. There's two things that they do. One, they stay close to disaster. And two, they have a very rigid routine. And I think what's going on here is anything like anxiety and depression and unhappiness is a long-term, I want to call it disease, if I'm honest. It's a long-term disease it's a long-term behavior that you've become accustomed to and you're locked into it but your routine will be keeping you locked into it 
So if I take an, one example from somebody that I spoke to on the phone the other day, she was bullied when she was at school. She was bullied for about four years, which was shit. And then she ended up having quite low self-esteem. So she got into bad relationships. And then what ended, she ended up doing was she, she got into the kind of wrong people. And she had an area of her 20s, which was really, really toxic. So if we look at her, her nervous system started to get very wired and very um, on the defense when she was little. And then she just carried on this trajectory of being on guard and being disappointed and being abused and being bullied all the way through her 20s. Now, she spoke to me the other day. She's in her early 30s. And she was like, I'm unhappy all the time. I, ha- I don't know what happiness is anymore. And I'm not, I'm not fucking surprised. You've been in this hyper aroused nervous state since you were younger. And then what is she doing? She's then trying to counteract and add balance because what goes up must come down and what, you know, equal and opposite reactions. So what she's doing is she's, she's on the dis- defense. This, this um, nervous system is wired and she, ah, she's all like this, right? So what she's doing She's creating a very rigid routine for safety. So she gets up at 6, she has a coffee at 6.30, she goes to the gym at 7, she has to be out of that gym by 7.45, then she has to do this, then she has to do that. She won't answer messages, text messages after 9.30 because that's when she's going to go to bed. So there's no room for awe, there's no room for spontaneity. She goes, oh, no, 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 I do have fun, I do have fun. And I'm like, when? She goes, oh, no, I go out with the girls, right? So you've you've regimented and you've given yourself this fun that lasts two, three hours, and then you're back into your routine. So you see, this is not an isolated incident. This is something that I have recognized happens to a lot of unhappy people. Something will start early on in their life and they are then accustomed to and attuned and locked into this nervous system that they have. Now that nervous system can present itself in so many different ways with anxiety. It can be um, over fussing about food, it can be um, nervous you know, twitches, tics, speech problems. It can be anything. It can express itself in so many different ways. But what I've noticed and what I want to bring your awareness to right now is if you have anxiety, depression, and you're unhappy, then you will have these two lanes that you kind of live in, which is one, reactive. So your nervous system, you're nervous, you're nervous, you're nervous all the fucking time. And so what do you do? You feed that nerves. Being away from that nervous system, you've been, you've, you've been in that nervous system so fucking long that being away from that nervous system is more terrifying. You think it's boring. It's not. It's normal. But in contrast to the nervous system, you think it's boring. So what do you do? You'll watch the news three times a day. You'll stay up to date with social media. You'll be on the TikTok looking at the conspiracy theories and the disaster. You'll want to repost this stuff as well because you want to be involved in it because you're actually attuned to drama now. Drama. Because when you were young, you, you got sucked into the drama. The drama hasn't stopped. Now you're attuned to it. So you seek it out. So the news, you don't need to watch the news three times a day. You don't even need to watch the news once a day, if I'm honest. You know? But you're wanted to know what's going on in different places. You're really tuned in to situations and events which are high drama. 
you know and that shows that you care i'm not taking that away from you but what i'm saying is you're you're seeking it out and then what you do because then you're terrifying yourself every five minutes you're anxious every five minutes then you try and create safety which is right okay well if i do this at six i'm okay and if i do that at 6 30 i'm okay and if i do that at seven i'm okay you see so you're living a life for trying to balance yourself constantly which guess what the result will be unhappiness and exhaustion you're in a vicious circle you need to stop it so what i recommend that you do is recognize your need for drama and say right okay i don't need to watch the news i don't need to have the news pinging on my phone every five minutes i don't need to be involved in dramatic things i don't need to watch dramatic things and then i want you to look at your behavior and go right can i just fuck my routine off can i just boom because you know what with kids i was studying kids and they literally live in a state of awe constantly. I mean, you know, they've been around, what, three, four years? Of course they're surprised. They're constantly surprised. But you need to get into that state yourself because only because you're, what, in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, even 60s, like, whatever. It doesn't mean that you've seen it all, know it all, you know? Like, I went down to the Thames. I live right on the Thames. And I went for a little paddle. I took my socks off and I went in. And there was a few things that i never even seen before. Because I was open to interpretation, I was open to awe, I was open to fascination, I was open to mystery, you know, these are the things that you want to steer towards, less news, less, less regimented routine, more creativity, more spontaneous, more peace, okay, um, so yeah, I hope that helps, but I'm always going to give you the insights. Look, I speak to a lot of people. There's a lot of case studies going on in my head. And I will always relay the information that I find. I'm not going to go down the medical route. I don't like it. You know, it's just not my vibe. So I'm just going to, you know, at the end of the day, even before when we were cavemen, we used to, uh, I think it's the hearth, the, the fire in the middle, storytelling. And in fact, in biblical times, it was it was seen as completely punishable if you got a story wrong. You know, now, I mean, gossip and rumours, I mean, it's almost encouraged. So look at your routine, look at your need to subscribe. What are you subscribing to? There's a reason why someone watches the news constantly. They're subscribing to disaster. Why are you subscribing to disaster? Because you're used to it. Because you want it. It's your safety now. It's your home. Without disaster... You, you feel lost and abandoned and like life's a bit boring because you've been in this hyperarousal state for so fucking long because you were bullied, then you got in a bad relationship, then you got in a bad situation with that, that and that. And now you have to tune into high energy stuff. Same with coffee drinkers. You watch the coffee drinkers. A coffee should be enjoyed. You know, like back in the day, cigarettes were to be enjoyed. One a day, one at the gentleman's club, but, but they've, you know, commercialized it and now it's killing you and it's 25 a day and it's ridiculous. So it's like coffee needs to be enjoyed once every now and again, you know, nice pot of coffee. How delicious is that? But to be constantly drinking it, you're tuned into that high adrenal state, which means you're nervous. Why are you nervous? There's a couple of things going on here. You're used to being nervous, you know. So anyway, got to go. Love you.